0: Listener. Hello, the BFPs. it was BFFs. Born funny friends.
1: friends. What did
0: oh, you say? I always fuck
1: this fuck. up. I fuck it up every time. Born funny people. BFPs. BFP isn't a thing. Yeah, no, BFFs is. BFFs
0: is, so it works. BFFs. BFF, you're born stupid. B-
1: <laughs> BSPs. Born stupid people.
0: BSN. <laughs> BSN. That's something, isn't it? No, BS, B, it doesn't matter. Who knows? BDSM. Um,
1: Oh, yeah, BDSM. That's right. Big, dumb, sexy man. <laughs> You're
0: big, dumb, sexy man. You're big, dumb, sexy man. Uh, speaking of uh, big, dumb, sexy men. Uh, we're the host of this podcast. Yes.
1: <laughs> and Lucy, Luke and Sassy Scott, they're going
0: to be here. Yes. Uh, episode mm. 20. Can't believe we're at the uh, 2 0.
1: That's pretty good. Well done to us. Yes. 20 um, episodes. We don't yeah. say that enough, but well done to us. on the back. Yep. That was us. I hit myself
0: way too hard then. That kind of heard a bit. I don't think you need to explain what we were doing after I said, "Let's pat ourselves on the back." It's kind of like that's the joke. I could have been doing anything. <laughs> BDSM. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> pat, 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 pat my back. Pat it too much, you'll you, go blind. You're in, you're in for a real treat, uh, BFFs, mm. um, because this episode is a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, Nathan had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, Luke and Sassy Scott were great. It's always fun when they're sexy.
1: Sexy Scott. Sexy.
0: Sexy
1: (laughs) Lucky Luke and Sexy Sexy. Scott. Uh, It's always fun when we've got, you know, multiple people in there. And these two, there's like uh, uh, periods of like four or five minutes where they're just having a go at each other. We love that. Which I love. Uh, So, episode 20, Luke and Sexy Scott. Enjoy.
2: Ah, funny people. An odd bunch, really. Not your usual folk. They've been making us knee slap since the ancient Greeks. But what makes these real-life jesters tick? Perhaps today we should ask this person. Luke and Sassy Scott. (laughs) We get worse at doing it every every time. time. Tell me, were you born funny? Thus, I think I'm funny. I don't know, I I don't think you are.
3: So you think, think is like a questionable sort of thing. I'm funny, you're 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 not. not.
0: All right, now to get the round pause ready for two blokes who, over a year ago, I mean, they were just brothers, part of a tight-knit family going about their everyday lives. One was working as a radiographer at the Royal Melbourne Hospital and the other was the general manager at the Port Melbourne uh, Timber Yard But thanks to their hilarious videos, the pair have become bonafide stars and have taken the social media uh, by storm with more than 1 billion, yeah, billion with a B, views on their uh, videos across all their platforms. Earlier this year, they launched a limited podcast series that was proven to be a smash hit. So much James Cameron loved it. It's now (laughs) ongoing Weekly with listener. Please welcome the bloody hilarious Luke and Scott. Welcome, boys.
2: I can tell that's been updated, our bio. Wow. It, no, I was it, like, a billion followers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've
1: really dropped deal. off since you've done this podcast, fellas,
3: so it's all... Yeah, <laughs> so you heard it here first. Avatar 3, come yeah. out <laughs> of it's, uh,
2: it's so good to be here. I know we've tried to make it work, but you guys are a big fucking deal. These, oh, can I swear on this guy? You yeah. can
1: fucking say whatever you want, can't Right, you guys uh, are here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You guys are a big fucking deal. And so here we are. We finally made it. Thanks for having us. I know. Uh, rescheduled
3: 17 times, was
1: yeah. it? Yeah. And that was all us. We just we do that with all our guests now. But every time we have a different guest on, we cancel it one extra time. So yeah. I feel oh. sorry for next week. Uh, 18th episode, 18 cancellations. We want to cancel- see if
0: people like us or not. You know what I mean? If you reschedule people, you must be good guys like, yeah. to still be here. Yeah. after the amount of times we've moved this around. Well done. Well, no, no one else has invited us to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Like, I was like, I'm over him, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you did, he did. Thank you,
1: Scotty. Thanks, Thank Scott. you for pushing. It because, it, look, we 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 like to see how many times people say no before they <laughs> eventually come on, which is really nice. So it turns out you guys said yes 17 times. I wonder if we pushed it three
0: more times, if they were, they were on or not. No, no, they're yeah. barely going to do it today. We had a few oh, tech issues to start. So. I
2: saw it as a bit of foreplay and you guys were just teasing me and I was like, I'll get you, don't worry. I'm like how many <laughs> how many beers do these guys need at the pub to come home with me? Playing hard to
3: get, <laughs>
1: boys. I will say, like we've had uh, we've had people on this by themselves. We've had people on in groups. We've had the Auntie Dunner boys, the the Sushi Mango boys. You two have sat the closest out of anybody that we've spoken to. Normally, there's at least a meter gap, but you guys are brushing shoulders.
3: There's okay. new chairs in the studio.
2: The, so number one, they gave us a new fucking chairs today, which I'm really curious no about. No about this. I came in, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking fall off the chair. Where are the arms for me to lean on? Number two, I like to see myself, and I couldn't see myself with where I was sitting before because, again, budgets must have been fucking cut here, <laughs> and I've only got a quarter of a screen to look at myself on. <laughs> So that's why i move closer to Luke. Okay.
3: <laughs> we're trying to like... Now just, that we're doing this... Yeah, Let's <laughs> go. Because that's what uh, I
2: thought. I, I, I thought
0: it was just brothers. We're really close. We love each other.
2: Fuck that. We are too close <laughs> these days. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, that's the thing. Oh, you know, my, next, my first question, I, was, I literally stopped myself from asking, how long have you two known each other?
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The first thing I was gonna say. 35 years. I'm not 35. Oh, 32, years. I'm 32 years. 32 years. 30 is wrong every time. <laughs> so yeah, what is what is the
2: age difference
1: between you fellas? What what is the age difference? 16 years.
2: <laughs> no, I'm 32. I'm 37. I'm five years older than Luke. Right.
1: Okay. Now has this like kind of relationship? Have you that always you...
0: had this age gap. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Did, Did someone age quicker? Scott stayed down at school. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. He
2: finished in. You know...
1: Yeah, because yeah, I thought Luke had come in with his dad. Uh, so that's <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Wasn't a funny podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Told you we should have said no. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, were you, when you were young, when you were very, like I'm talking your earliest memories, are they funny memories? Like, were you funny when you were little kids? Yeah, we
2: do this segment called Shitheads, and (laughs) we're we're, we're talking about it on the podcast at the moment. I don't know if we were funny, but I think, I think we... (sighs) You weren't funny. Luke was a loser. (laughs) Luke didn't talk. So no lie. Luke didn't answer the house phone until he was about
3: 15 or 16. Luke was super shy. I was really nervous shy. I had three older brothers that just destroyed me growing up. Yeah, we were fucking wild. We grew up in the hood. We we fucking, it was like live or fucking die, really.
2: (laughs) And Luke was just like a toy for me and my other brothers. And
3: We are doing on the podcast just before that in year 12, I asked mum if I could wag. Like, <laughs> That's how bad he was. At the age of 14, I stole my I'm first like, car and burnt
2: it out for 500 through, bucks.
3: I can't go through school without wagging at least oh, once, mum. Can I do it? She you was like, ask. yes. How about Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> how many classes you got on Wednesday, Lukey? Let's see if you're out. I got a free period. An organised
0: <laughs> wag. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and she said he went back to school later that day. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Scott, yeah. thank you for
0: taking you under his wing. Um, well, so, <laughs> I didn't realize. So, is it It's four brothers in total? Is that the, yeah. the sibling? Were you all close or was it you two who were close? Or what was that dynamic growing up?
3: No, I'd say Luke and I are the least closest. Yeah, this is why this is very strange. We would never have seen this coming.
2: Yeah, oh. I... Yeah, me and Trav, my older brother, we were rat bags, and we got along pretty well. And we we were rap bags. So Luke and Patrick were, we say, brought up kind of a bit differently to us. They were sent to a completely different school because we fucking tarnished this house
3: surname. <laughs> but even <laughs> even now, you say four kids growing up, you that two get paired off with each other, like you can't fit in grandma's car, even though she never drove. But like anyone looking after us, like you could never have four together. Right. So I was okay. partnered with the one closest in age with me and Scott with the oldest brother. So you two were never you were never really paired like paired
1: together in a in a oh, family we sense. Couldn't
2: stand each other I, though. I, no, we couldn't stand each other, but I used Luke as a bit of a pawn, like a prawn, sorry. Like oh. <laughs> Whatever we just started
1: OnlyFans, yeah. guys. Whatever you're into. Brothers in arms, baby. That's why you're sitting so close. No, the There's no pants is on. illegal. Oh, wait. No,
2: it is. Definitely <laughs> Come is. Back. Come back, Sassy
3: yeah. Scott. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> no, like, I used Luke to kind of like help him like entertain me. So like we would, we would like, I would go and like fucking run a run amok in the neighborhood, and Luke, I would station in our garage, and he would. We had an intercom. Remember those old phones that were like the cordless, cordless but they had an yeah. intercom. Yeah, yeah And yeah. Luke would go, "The neighbours are coming home now. Get out now!" <laughs> and like, I would run and jump out of windows and stuff. That's why. That's what Luke came in so, handy like, for that.
3: Steal the brains, that sort of vibe.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. Did you like? Were you, were your parents? Were they ever laughing, or were they more like disciplining you guys for being dickheads or, or that kind of stuff, or was it ever kind of like you could get I don't away think with
0: dis- stuff? Disciplining yeah. Luke, mate. Clearly Luke was not asking to wag. <laughs> They were <laughs> encouraging him
1: friend, no, think...
3: to fuck up. <laughs> I don't think they ever found us funny, but since what we're doing now, they think we're funny.
2: No, I think they, we're a very jovial family. We, we are a big entertaining family. We were brought up with like, you know, there was always uncles, aunties, friends, people coming in and out of the house. I think they have really good senses of humor. Humor, and I think now we're able as adults, we're able to look back and laugh at the situations. Mm. At the time, I don't think they were funny, but for some reason, we're just like, "Fuck, we made it out of there," and we could all laugh about it together. And <laughs> yeah. like, now you... it's kind of like, "Oh, you boys." <laughs> but then it was like, "Remember that time?"
0: How, how do your older, well, how do the other brothers feel about this relationship now? Like, did you continue that relationship? With each one, and then now they're like, "What the fuck, man? We it could have it could have been us."
2: Yeah, so like we call our older brother, like he's going I'm sassy, I'm sassy brother. Trav's going to be bogan brother yeah, soon. Bogan Trav. Hey, <laughs> um, listen, I call the I call my family every single day. I still call mum, dad, and my other brothers,
3: and and that just blows my mind. <laughs>
2: I don't think of anything worse. And I just, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, they they, they love it, right? They're getting fucking, I don't know, a free shoe or free (laughs) pair of sunglasses here and there. So they're living their best life at the moment. I think everyone's just. No one's shocked by this, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, I want to go. I mean, let's let's go individually. Uh, Luke, mm. I want to go back to when you were much younger, and then obviously when you decided to step in to be a radiographer and stuff. Uh, your brother was just saying, obviously you're super shy and stuff. Like, were you ever doing anything in the spotlight? Were you doing speeches at school? Would you make a speech at a birthday party, or just oh, absolutely nothing?
3: Not. No, I, I was very. Shy outside of the house, but I feel like I always had personality in the house. As soon as I left that front door, I was a bit timid, a bit shy, a bit nervous. But I knew what was going on. I feel like I had a high intelligence of what was happening but i just didn't show it so you were confident looked-
1: you're confident within the realms of your home around your brothers around your parents but as soon as you stepped out of that you yeah. went into your shell Scotty, would you agree with that you reckon
2: yeah i would and i'm trying to think back like whether you'd, you what, what kind of like position you did have in the house and we- i think he was like the cute, nice little brother. He had blue eyes. We were all fucking brown. He was blonde hair, blue eyed. We were all brown haired, fucking brown eyed mutts.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> Luke was different. Well, Luke, were you Luke? Were you smart at school? Like what
3: subjects yeah, were you doing? I would say I was smart at school. I yep. love school. Not to say I always say this He'll in terms of too. intelligence. <laughs> I don't. I think an intelligence at school is more so having the commitment to actually sit down and the patience to. I wasn't distracted to go outside or anything. Like I would go and do my homework. I would sit there and finish the workload. We
2: say yeah. Luke had a high high E IQ and I
0: had a high EQ. <laughs> <laughs> so you do. So Luke, did you do any like I don't know drama or any nothing like that all the way up N- to the end of high school? Did, did all just maths and science?
3: Graduated. Did <laughs> medical science? Graduated from that. <laughs> then got into medical imaging. <laughs> And been a radiographer since. What about when you were,
1: you know, when you went into the university, did radiography, and then obviously went and went and did the job? Yeah. Were you finding that satisfying? Like, was that was that were you in there and you're like, this is what I studied for. God, I love like, X-ray people. God, I love seeing bones. And- These are great
3: questions, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I always knew I wanted... I was. I loved the science factor of working That's in great. a hospital. <laughs> Scott just hates just when it's nothing. T- oh, just... Do you know what? Like, I'm like... <sighs> And the
2: whole industry, radiography industry, hates me globally. Because oh, I'm some, like, they're yeah, glorified photographers. They take <laughs> photos of people's insides. That's all. And like, I don't know, everyone thinks they're fucking heroes and saving lives. I'm like, they're like a photographer.
3: All right, we'll wait till a bus hits Scott after this. <laughs> and then we'll be like, oh, just a glorified photographer with my Canon. Listen, like, they, which, like, have, a photo of they you. have
2: helped me. Shout out to the Royal Melbourne um, team. Like, if I'm like, I've had a headache for four days, it's a tumor, I need a scan. I do skip lines and get in there and they go, Scott, there's no tumor in there. And I'm like, but thanks for checking. See you guys in a month. But well, why do I
3: get in trouble for this, you have never had a brain scan at my hospital. I did. That was, oh, that was a, yeah, that was a little private clinic where you park. could
2: do
1: that.
3: Private, public hospitals. We do not do this. sort that of. It was just one decisions. of those
1: fun boos at a party. That's what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to HR next week. <laughs> he put on dog ears. And I, will, it was I,
0: will, <laughs> I will say, uh, Luke and Scott, before <laughs> this, we didn't have time, but they, your team and our team wanted us to stitch you up in some way. Um, so now of in the future Nathan and I are gonna hit Scott with a car. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> then we can mm-hmm. go get an X-ray. Yeah, get let's it. get a <laughs> fun X ray pass.
1: All right, let's just we'll we'll settle on a tram. There we go. There is somewhere in the middle. Trams aren't bad. Uh, okay, so Luke, so you're in there, you're doing your radiography <laughs> and you're stuff. You're loving and you, being and a you radiograph- are you are fulfilled.
3: I'm fulfilled. I love it. I still do it. I work three days we a week, I reckon it. now. Okay. Right. Um, I love going to the hospital. I, f- I do, I I feel it's it's fun. You get to scam people. You get to have a chat with someone. They come in and go probably every twenty or thirty minutes.
0: It is It's so you,
3: rewarding. Luke, I give back to the people,
2: Luke. If because humanitarian of the fucking here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if COVID, because like your your videos really blew up COVID during it was COVID. Hard during the hospital, yeah, yeah. But do you think that if COVID never happened, this what as we know, Luke and says he's got that would have never happened. Would never have happened. So how it all started was Thank you, at-
3: COVID. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scott's oh. like I love COVID. I, I really do anything oh, for another Scott lockdown Scott is like Fuck I
2: would the love a, yard. I'd love a fucking snap lockdown for five days again. <laughs> don't talk to me, don't come over, don't go near me and just yeah, chill out and have fun at <laughs>
3: home with my man. Yeah. So I moved into Scott's during COVID. Right, okay. So I, I was living at a rental and we we got the boot.
1: So can I ask how that happened? Because obviously you weren't as close to Scott as the other brothers. Was Scott the only one that said no nah, yeah, was the only sure. one? The only one who had a pool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the pick, you had the other three brothers yeah. to choose from. You're like, if I'm doing a fucking six month
3: lockdown, I'm going with the yeah. one with the pool. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah, the decision yeah, yeah. was based? On. Like intelligence will shine during those times. <laughs> 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 I definitely picked him. It was out of him or Anani who had a pool as well. Come to think of it, oh, right? Yeah, so it was. Yeah, right. Okay. So whereas
2: I looked at him like a, a bird with a broken fucking wing that got run over by a car, and I was like, oh, fine, come home. I'll put him in a I'll put him in a box and we'll see if he's like last the night.
0: Well, we're going back then. Let's go back, Scott. For you, like when you're young, are you a performer? Like it sounds like you know you're, you're causing trouble, but in class, like are you the class clown? You're la- are you doing drama? Like what's your mm. subjects in schooling like? Abs- he has spirit fingers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely, I was I was a misfit. You know, I tried really hard for a lot of my life and. Wanted to be seen and I just don't think I I got what I needed as a kid. I've done enough fucking therapy to know this now. Yeah. And um, I definitely tried really hard and I feel the only group that really accepted me or where I was able to to shine or be my probably true authentic self was in drama class in theatre and... You know, that was a, a, a group of people who I still fucking stood out from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I'd come to like, you know, theater drama kids were like always really like, you know, I think acceptable and lovely. And I'd come in, I'd be like, I was going to do a fucking punch up with some cunt down the road. <laughs> and then, like And then I'm like doing a Shakespeare
3: play. Um. <laughs>
2: And he can yeah, sing, he can the- dance, he can fight.
3: <laughs> he yeah, mum would be like, "Scott's in another Shakespeare play. You got to go." <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: true. <laughs> and, yeah, and I, I, I gave that a red hot shot for a lot of my life, and I think you know. It, it it helps you with your thick skin, you know, especially going to audition after audition and stuff. Like you always had to like just um, show back up and get back up every single day. Especially when I was I was struggling with my sexuality for a long time, long well, long time. Well, that
1: was I the next question. I'll that. Yeah, that's the next question I was going to ask as well. So I mean, obviously you had that confidence to go and perform and that kind of stuff. Now, when did you in that space? When did you eventually come out? Was it was it early? Was it later on? Was it an easy thing to do? Was it a hard thing to do?
2: Super difficult for me. I hid from the idea that I was, you know, I'd hook up with guys and everything. And I knew probably from a very young age that I was attracted to men. And I just thought I was different. Mm. And I say to people now, the only gay person I knew in my life was Jack from Will and Grace. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm never going to be a fucking lawyer in New York. So there was no clear delineal, like, like pathway that I could take in my life. So I hid from whatever I thought that could have been. Um, and it's probably why I fit in it fit it fit in well in drama, um, and so what was well, when when, where did where, you come when did you come out? I that out uh, twenty four, okay. and I think you know what I've learned over the years is the day you come out is not when all of your problems uh, go away. You then it takes years and years of you unraveling all of these I think um, layers that you've put on and around yourself to protect yourself over all these years you then have to start peeling them off bit by bit which is a huge self discovery phase for you it's really um confronting you know i ran away and moved to fucking africa when i was in my early 20s because i just was not ready to even consider or even acknowledge my sexuality right why can i ask why africa why did you why did you choose africa i thought i'd fit in <laughs> <laughs>
0: When I think Scott. I think Africa. I can we
2: get Scott a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I um oh. I was obsessed with the um with Masai warriors growing up, and I wanted to go over there. And then they were looking for volunteers to come and dig holes, to build fences to stop elephants from coming to the local tribes. I'm like, and I ended up finding myself um, going to West Africa to Ghana. I lived there for the first twelve months. Now, right, on, did you go to dig holes? No, that's what they wanted me to do in Kenya. Oh. Like Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, found myself in Ghana. Anyway, yeah. And then long story short, long, long story short, I, um, you know, I, I was sick and tired of lying to everybody around me. That's what, that's what was just turning my gut. And, you know, I had really bad parts of depression. And I just didn't want to lie anymore. So I, it was time to, it was time to come out. And when you
1: were over there in Africa, were you, were you still doing, I mean, I feel like they're not heaps of drama classes and stuff you were probably going to, but were you still doing, was there still a performative element to you? You know, were you doing, you know, some Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs while you're digging the holes or something? No, or
2: like- <laughs> I, was, I was living the role of taking kids out of the most impoverished community, getting them out of drug rings, prostitution rings. You know, that was again, probably another role that I fucking took on. It was really hard. It was challenging, but I just seemed to be good at it and I enjoyed it. And, you know, I've gone back and so many times over all the last, however, 15 years I've been doing that. Um, yeah, but it definitely wasn't fucking Snow White there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I guess. Nor divorce. So, Scott, leaving high school, you know, um, figuring out your sexuality, going to Africa, coming back. Um, I mean, sounds like, you know, your brother's pretty happy photographing people in the hospital, but are you, I guess, struggling to find your place? Like, do you want to be in the entertainment world? Like, is that still the forefront of your mind? Like this is, I've got to figure out a way to get in here.
2: No, I gave up. I, I, I I didn't give up. I acknowledged that, you know, I gave, I guess the performative side of my, you know, of my body, you know, I gave it its full potential and full life and energy. And then it's really weird. I was really, I, I I became really comfortable with who I was. I accepted, you know, this was years after I'd come out, right? Yeah. Um, You know, I had accepted my sexuality. I, I remember one day saying to myself, you know, I really like being gay now. And that took a long fucking time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then shit started to blow up and the world started to watch. It was the most, it's the most fascinating thing when I finally became really comfortable with who I was and where I
1: was, people started watching. And when you talk me through, like, so how long was it after you came out to, you know, meeting Marcus and getting married and all that kind of stuff? Was that, you know, was that a uh, like a short turnaround? Was that a quick turnaround? Or how, how did that process work and how did that make you feel?
2: Uh, no, so Marcus and oh, Marcus came to a mum and dad's one Easter and he turned around to me and goes, uh, I was just talking to one of your aunties. She thinks we play soccer together. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I think you need to talk to your family, Scott. And you know, I had to come out to more people in my family that right. day. At
3: the time you wore the soccer gear,
2: know <laughs> <dinner. laughs> He came dressed as a fucking um, Matilda. Hello,
3: <laughs> <go> Manchester.
2: <laughs> Call me Sam Kerr. <laughs> and uh, that was 11 years ago now, and yep. we've almost been married for five years. Um, you know, he's been so wonderful in the sense of watching, I think my progression and changes and, and accepting them. But I think, you know, the fact that halfway through our relationship, I gave up on this idea of ever wanting to perform again. And I was okay with it. And then then odd mate Rosie. Come
3: along, look (laughs) (laughs) Luke,
0: Luke, did you know your brother was going through that? I mean, you being a bit younger and again, you said you weren't close, but do you have any idea what, you know, the, did you know your brother was gay? Did you know the struggles he was going through?
3: Oh, I think we all knew, but it wasn't really spoken about. He was in Africa for a while with low reception on his phone, so we didn't get to speak to him for a few years. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't really know what was going on. But, no, we did, as a family. But how old were you? 24 when you came in. So I would have been like year 12. And we weren't that close until probably after me finishing up at school anyway and what having did you that guys, whole family divide. Luke what was you-
2: the worst person in my life to come out to. He was the most fucking awkward asshole that day
3: <laughs> do you remember it clear as anything I do we haven't spoken about this have we yeah. oh let's speak about it you what happened we're, yeah. we're at the beach in Rye
2: and I wanted to make Luke feel comfortable which is so fucked up that you for people so, that live in the closet are still trying to make it
1: but easier invite, for other you invited
3: people, all right? his friends to watch it go down though right no, One was mine, ten were yours. So
1: you hadn't come out yet, Scotty. No, I hadn't come out. not come out
3: yet. No, he just—I was out in the ocean swimming. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't feel the bottom of the ground; like it was pretty deep. And like, oh, Scott's swimming out to me. What's going on? Yeah. So he's come out, swam out to me, and we're just like floating around just in the water, (laughs) right?
2: And Luke's hanging there with a couple of his mates, and I. And I had given one of them a heads up, like, I'm going to drop a fucking bombshell. Like, make sure Luke's all right, uh, you know.
3: Sorry, let me get this right. So So he drowned.
1: You're in the water, right? And Scotty, you've gone. This is my my moment. (laughs) This is my moment. Perfect perfect time. He
3: can't get away. (laughs) Luke's a shit swimmer. Swap out. (laughs) Scotty doggy paddling. He's seen his opportunity to get to me. (laughs) Right, okay, okay. So
1: Scotty's storm out. Luke's there going fucking I keep his head above water. And, Scott, you think this is the best opportunity to come at yeah. your little brother. I'm like,
2: hey, Luke, I'm gay. <laughs>
3: come to think of Ed's it, weird. Yeah. Is that, like, how you, oh, is that like, how you did it? I'm getting it? a bit Ooh. tired. I'm going back to shore. Is that how you did it? You just went, I'm gay? Or no, no, I think
2: I would have given it some kind of spiel. I think spiel. you said you were
3: seeing someone. Did I? I think that's what you said. I think I was
2: seeing a surfer. That was that guy.
3: I don't want to bleep his name out. <laughs> uh,
1: right. So, and then, so Luke, you're what? You're trying to keep your head above water. Your brother swims out. He just. says to you, Hey, I'm just want to tell you, I think this is the perfect moment uh, to, to, <laughs> le- to let you know that I'm seeing somebody is the surfer. Yeah. Bl- beat this out. Yeah. Uh, and what, I- what did you say in between the seawater going inside and out of your mouth?
3: What did I say? I think you were like, you're I swam an to idiot. shore and got back to Melbourne. I
2: think you said you're an idiot. And then you went back into the sand and, and left. And I was like, what happened?
1: Wow, <laughs> what a beautiful moment.
3: <laughs> 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 but we don't talk about it too often. <laughs> 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 now comes a <to> thinking. <laughs> to Jeez, Nate. Why, <laughs> why was he an idiot?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, guys, me? Why he yeah. said to me, No, Luke said to me, "You're an idiot."
3: I don't think I called you an idiot. Yeah, you did. No, I just felt there was a lot of people watching me for my reaction, and I hated that aspect. Poor fucking
2: Luke, whose (laughs) brother is the one that's going through it, and it's like, and I just think it's crazy that people, when they do come out, they they do it for everyone around them, not for themselves, and Mm. it's crazy to still think back that I was trying to. Make Luke feel comfortable in me, in my coming out
0: story.
1: So did I you? Just, ha- sorry,
0: I just find it so strange that Scott's told Luke. Luke's uncomfortable because Scott's done something, and Luke's like, "There's people watching me for a reaction." Fast forward so many years, Luke is constantly <laughs> filming Scott <laughs> for other. <laughs> people gave
2: me the
3: idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is genius." Just hang on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we oh, found God. out how Luke and Sassy Scott began <laughs> <laughs> in the water at Rye. Yeah. <laughs> that's how this word. right? So, you, have crystal you, ha- clear water. Was there ever a conversation again after that, or Scott swam or Luke swam away, or and that
2: was I it. Think it?
3: was just then. Yeah, it was you, just normalized. Yeah, you were time weird. No,
2: we were not allowed to talk about it with you.
3: Is that what Mum said? No, that's how, what you made clear. <laughs> I can't remember.
0: <laughs> I plead the fifth if I can. <laughs> Sorry. This is how your brother reacted, Scott. And then, what, mate, why, why did you let him live with you then? Why did you go, all right, I'll let him in?
2: Because oh, I'm like, a good guy. <laughs>
0: oh.
2: No, this is like, how many years later? Yeah, ten years later, uh, yeah, I mean. right, Yeah, right. This okay, is the okay. next day.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 COVID, COVID <laughs>
1: breaks out the day after. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone, fuck. Auntie with the pool it is. Um. <laughs> Let's let's talk about so living living with each other. Uh Luke, you move in with Scotty. Uh, Scotty and Marcus are there, the pool's there. When did you make the first video? When did when did you think it was? Is was that the a, wedding? Was, was the wedding, was, it a, the the wedding was the first video? Is that talk us through that
3: moment and why you filmed it in the first place? So there was a f- Oh we TikTok. I don't know. I was like, oh, surely I've got a video in my files somewhere that I can just upload and see how it goes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Two years earlier, that's where, it was about two years earlier, three years earlier, Scott's wedding. Yeah. 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 And I always remember this video and it just, no one used it for anything. I was like, it's such a good video. So if you haven't seen it, it's the celebrant saying, I now pronounce, well, Scott and Marcus, So husband and wife and then it's this whole thing of uh, husband and wife and then she repeats it to say husband and husband right so i had it and then i uploaded like seven different versions of it on tiktok (laughs) it's all i had but i put a different sound to it each time (laughs) and each time it just would blow up and then i don't know i had a bit of a buzz from it
1: was that your first the first tiktok that you uh, uploaded or the first one with scotty in it first one with scott in it right okay and so that was was that the first one that really took off
0: yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Did you tell Scott you're uploading that or you were like, ah, fuck him?
3: No, <laughs> I, don't know. I think the, I went
2: broke. The funny thing is, and Luke Luke has a different version of this story, but Luke says to me one day, you're kind of a big deal on TikTok, you're blowing up. And I was like, I'm a fucking big deal everywhere. <laughs> I I had no yeah, I idea. You hadn't even heard of TikTok. I had no idea about it, right? Yeah. And then this is no lie. I start walking down the streets and people are opening fucking cafe doors for me and they're like, "Sup, sassy." Oh. Right, and they're like, "You fucking legend, man!" And I'm like, "The fuck?" So is this was going probably a, on
3: about a million followers, I think. And then I was like, "Scott, I think people might start recognizing us soon." And he's like, were. "Why?" And I'm like, "Oh, the TikToks have been going pretty well." So wow. So Scotty, you had so Luke was doing all this, and you had no idea. I mean, you were
1: the you know the titular character yeah. of this thing, and you had yep. no idea of the success that was happening.
2: No idea. And he had tried to tell me, but I was just pretty arrogant. And I do lip syncing in my own car, <laughs> and I was just focused on that performance. <laughs> and had no idea
3: that it was blowing up on the uh, on
2: Luke's platform.
3: On but Luke's even the numbers, channel. I wasn't even, yeah, at the start it was just called Luke O'Halloran Everywhere, so it was just my page. It was <laughs> Luke and Sassy Scott thing. <laughs> sorry, so just... you weren't the titular the character then, I apologise. <laughs> no, it, it, it was it was
2: just me. Yeah, it was Luke O'Halloran <laughs> and he was filming his brother and I had no idea that he was putting these videos up. <laughs> so
1: you were Luke's brother. For... <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, okay. So, I mean, yeah. so Luke, you had tried to tell Scotty that these things were blowing up and there was it was
3: kind of I had but I don't even think I believed it either <laughs> like, right okay I was just going to work and coming home just filming a video every now and then putting it up it kept going well i'm like I thought maybe it was bots, like it wasn't real, like these numbers aren't real. Like
2: 8 million, we're talking like the wedding video, the first day he put it up, it went to like 8 million views overnight, and he's like, oh, people have an opinion on Scott, so he put <laughs> up another version of it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right, and then, okay. And then every video, every prank video I'd put up, it just kept going really well, and millions of views, thousands of comments every time when like... When I first started doing it, I just didn't think anything of it. I was like, these numbers aren't real. Like, right. I probably never sat down and go, what, there's 10 million views on this latest video. That's, what, like 100 times the MCG. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. I never actually thought of it like that. And then one day I'm like, Scott,
0: I think I think the videos are getting a bit big now. Like, we've, <laughs> we've just a million followers. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> like, Scott, did you have to change anything? Like, because you're obviously just being yourself mm. and then, you know, Luke filming everything. And then he tells you about it. Like, did you have to make a choice to go, oh, fuck, I've got to. Try and be me. Like, don't be performative or you just kept – you didn't ever cross your mind? Listen,
2: I I think I've always had a really big opinion or, a, and response to everything and anything. I'm either all in or I'm all out. And yep. I just had to – and this whole time because, you know, you guys know what it's like, right? Like, when a lot of people are looking and listening, you can find yourself doing that to yourself. And I have to go back to, like I said earlier, at that point, that moment where I became really comfortable with who I was – and I stopped editing and I stopped worrying and caring what other people thought. And I'm still trying my hardest to stick to that mantra now. And what I say to a lot of people is, you don't see the videos that fail. I walk into my house sometimes and Luke's clearly trying to do a prank. And I'm like, good try, fuck wit. Yeah. And <laughs> you don't see the ones that don't make it. And a lot of yeah. people are like, surely he can't fall for all of them. It's like, I don't. You just don't see the ones like, that... My favourite videos
3: are the ones just like, I've just got milk out of the fridge and I'm just drinking it from the carton. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. The reactions I can get from him <laughs> are from something elaborate prank to the most basic me putting a wet towel on the ground. Like. So,
1: uh, Luke, have you given much thought? I mean, I'm assuming you have now, but you know... Early on, had you given much thought as to what the method was and what was working, or is it just kind of throw as much at the wall, let's see what sticks?
3: No, it was very once I knew what the video idea that was going well. Like, I could see how it transformed. It was this prank idea, right? So no one knew who me and Scott were, but they started to learn, like, oh, there's this pranking brother duo going on, right? Yep. So every time they saw the classic start, like, do this to your old sassy brother and film his reaction. (laughs) I'm like, people have got to be used to that, right? Like, that's what they've come for. They're not caring about who we are. So we did that for, say, I just kept doing that for six months straight. Like, the videos just did not change. That's all we did. Yeah. Well, that's all I posted. And then once I saw the chat starting to change a little bit, going, oh, like, he did that to Scott or Luke. We started to get more of an identity.
2: The weird thing was fucking mega stars, that's, mega stars that started to follow and reach out. And this is when Scott that's started when to give it. I was like, all right, well now we're fucking talking. <laughs> Sit down. Welcome <knock laughs> to my office.
3: <laughs> but the thing is, we hadn't changed the name of the accounts yet. Oh, so was it was still Selena O'Hara. Gomez is following Luke <laughs> <laughs>
1: And is that when you came in, Scott? Yeah, what was the moment, Scott, that you were like,
3: Change your okay. fucking,
2: fucking name, Luke. Change fucking name, When did that, no, when did that
1: this happen? This was
3: surprising. Scott didn't want me to. No, on TikTok, yes. Instagram, no.
2: Yeah, Instagram, I said no. So we got management because Selena Gomez, when she's fucking following you and messaging you, you're like, I think we need to do something with this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on? And... I can't remember the definitive moment, but I remember it was inescapable, even like in our life, like, you know, going to the local shops, to a shopping center, out for dinner, you know, the paranoia literally kicked in. I thought everyone was talking about
3: me. And early on, I never knew if I like, was going to like it. So I was rarely in any video at the start. I was just not seen. It was just Scott, the face of it. And right. I, would, I would go on my end. I would be
2: like, people are looking at me and talking about me. And I got really fucking nervous about About it, not nervous, paranoid about it, and then when I just accepted that people actually people were talking about me, it kind of became easier. And and then I was yeah, a couple of the big famous people that reached out to us, like Sharon Osbourne's, like I'm obsessed with you guys, you're my new fucking sons, you're my family, and we're just like, okay, we got to probably stop and. And accept that this
3: is a part of our How life. How do out. we tell mum she's been replaced?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so was there a so was there a, a literal conversation where you two needed to sit down and go, okay, let's really like go after this properly, or did it kind of just happen?
2: It, it was when Luke and. I thought our TikTok was going to be cancelled, mm. black banned, because we kept getting all these, like, warnings of, like, you know, you've been...
3: Bullying and harassment. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, every video I put up, I'm like, oh, another one got banned. It was up for, like, three hours, and now it's gone. <laughs> okay.
2: And we've, we, we found ourselves at this TikTok event in Melbourne, and we went there purely to say, we think our account's about to be banned or, like, it's got help restrictions us. on it. Yeah. Can you help us? We turn up. And, like, the GM of TikTok Australia goes, the fucking MVPs are here. And we're like, who? <laughs> we snuck in. <laughs> and, and we snuck into this event. We yeah. weren't even invited. And everyone in that room knew who we were. And I had no idea who anyone was. And I still yeah. fucking don't at any event. <laughs> but it was this really weird moment. And then they hooked us up with our management that night. And the rest was kind of call it history. Right? Did,
0: did that feel like the moment? Maybe you still don't. But, like. Was that the moment you made it? Do you feel like there was a moment you made it, or maybe you haven't still? There was a day where we came back here at the
2: Listener Studio, right? And five massive things happened to us in one day. and You met James Cameron. That, James that's Cameron. exciting. He was there. He's now the head of Listener, everyone. The guy who Huge. did Avatar. Yeah. He now runs Listener, where we really, really
1: work. Dr- fall from fame. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: I that too re- mustn't
0: have done well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
2: listen, days where like Rita Aura calls you on FaceTime and says, you know, with her husband, you know, we take you guys to bed with us every night, you make us smile. There were moments where people sent us videos from their bunkers on the border of Russia and Ukraine. Wow. And and they said, You're you're entertaining our family before we think we're gonna die and be blown up. Um, there was moments obviously with Selena, you know, Sharon Osborne. Us writing contracts, big brands reaching out to us, wanting us to just be us saying, you tell us what you want to do. Yeah. were They were the pinnacle moments of just going, fuck, like I think our life has changed forever. People out the front of my house waiting for photos, people screaming and crying and shaking when they meet you. Wow. No one prepares you for that. How does it, I mean, I want to talk about that, the one,
1: you know, on the border of Russia and Ukraine and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Luke, I'll ask you, like when... When you get a message like that from people, do you realise the impact of, you know, those silly videos of you sculling the milk or stirring up your brother (laughs) – Like, did you realize how impactful such a video like
3: that can have on people around the world going through some pretty terrible shit? I think you're blind by it because it is your own video, but the same reaction that they're talking about, it's the same reaction I've had from videos that I've watched. Like massive fan of say like the Inspired Unemployed, like some of their videos and they'll be so oblivious of probably a video that they thought, shit, I can't even remember anymore, but for whatever reason it resonated with me and I found it so funny. So I get that aspect now at the time, no, Mm. more so when the messages come through a lot of the time, Scott's the one who reads messages from his personal account. I don't think I really read any message that comes yes, through. Yes,
2: people now know if they've got like a really, really sensitive story, they bring it straight to my personal account because Luke doesn't care. <laughs> like, so, so
3: Scott doesn't have access to the account still. So yeah. that's where we're
2: getting at with I that. I don't have any access to any of these accounts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he still doesn't, doesn't know just <laughs>
0: Do you feel like we've chatted <laughs> to some some of the boys, like, I mean, you know, Sushi Mango, um, even the Uninspired Employed, like we, you know, when the early days and you're just doing it and it's fun, right, and you're not thinking about where this will go, there is a point where the the pressure does get applied because suddenly you've got all these views, you've got all these eyeballs mm. on you, all these followers, and it's like, fuck, I don't want to change from what I'm doing, but I need to make a choice because I don't want this to stop. Have you have you boys felt that pressure?
3: Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 100%. I think... You go through waves, right? And you're trying to, like, we've been at it now for, say, a year and a half. And it's more so, let's say, in the last six months where it's really ramped up. Like, what are we really going to be doing? Uh, for me, I found there was two months off I had from work. And I feel creatively that was my worst time. Okay. Just having the time just to be set, just to make videos or just to do this. Like, it just didn't work for me. Like, I don't really have that drive. But as soon as I went back to work, it was almost... It was like the bad, naughty thoughts were coming in your head when you're at work. It's like, oh, I want to be making this video, like this idea, that. Yeah, like, okay. It became more fulfilling again for me in that aspect. So it's with trying to find that right groove that fits both of the candle getting burned from we've, both we, ends. We've
2: consciously worked really hard at, at trying to maintain normality, right? Yeah. So keeping. Our days looking the same as what they used to pre this, during this, you know, post this. Right. And, you know, part of that is keeping our tight knit family, our close friends. You know, when we say to, you know, our friends, like, you know, uh, some rock stars reached out to us or we're getting paid fucking this much to chew gum for three minutes. Like, <laughs> people are like, like, they don't resonate with that. And mm. we're aware of that. Um, So we share it together, but then we just go back out as fucking Luke and Scott to everybody else. And we're trying to keep that normality. Scotty, do you ever go back to the timber yard? Are you still working there? Is there? I'm still the general manager there.
1: Right. Okay. So are you doing like a, are you doing a full-time thing there or are you like Luke and you're doing three days a week? How's that so working?
2: I went part-time maybe just over six weeks ago right. and there's been some changes in my house. So Marcus and I, um, we're pregnant. We're doing surrogacy. Oh, congratulations.
1: Yeah, Amazing. Thank you. Wait, now let me do that. Well, we've got a
2: group of people in here for that. <laughs>
1: <Yes>! <laughs> everyone. Thanks, guys. They're all off mic at the moment, waiting for the pregnancy applause. (laughs) There's so many people in their studio. Exactly. All right, shut up now, guys. We're still talking (laughs) to them. Get out. (laughs) We've done the
2: announcement. Fuck off. So (laughs) lots of changes happening in my personal world as well, and... You know, so I'm trying to work that out at the, at the Timber Yard as well, but you know, my team and the business there has been, you know, is a big part of who I am and I love my job and I love what I do there too. It's interesting that, what
1: we, I mean, what you've kind of both said is that you, you like having that normality and going through, you know, your, I want to say like normal jobs and mm. it, it kind of allows for that creative space to, to flow naturally. Would would, it, would that make sense? Because, I mean, Luke, as you said, you know, you had the time off to try and focus on videos and you just couldn't do it. So is there something about, you know, retaining a regular routine and a regular job that allows that creativity to really flourish, would you say?
3: Yeah, for me, 100%. I couldn't agree with that anymore. I just, it's a hard one to explain until you're in it. Yeah. So just knowing and you put more time into it and say, the videos just don't go as well. Like it's, it doesn't feel as organic to what you're used to feeling and knowing that where it all started, or if you're staying in that sort of mindset of where it started from, I was working, I was doing this. It was very much just on the side. It was a side hustle. And as soon as that kind of changed and you put too much focus on it being the, I don't know, not the hobby anymore. And like, that's your full-time job and the other one's the hobby. Yeah. When that all flipped, I feel like that just changed my own mindset then all the pressure started and it was like, you're building up too much KPI sort of aspect coming into There's it. Of like what I'm, managers here, I'm like,
2: <laughs> I'm like, what's the fucking purpose? What's the objective? Why are we having this conversation? Right. Like, you know, so that was, that was challenging for management. Myself, Luke, where we've all got completely different objectives in, in this, you know, where we're going through
3: a really odd Fucking change in our lives and how we both look at what we're doing. It is so different. Like yeah. what Scott sees is important, what I see is important. Are totally Whole two different things. Yeah, and Actu- so it's hard to see eye to eyes where we're driving it or what's the more important
0: thing to do. That is interesting. So it's like the straights versus gays. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um
1: They've been at odds for years. Luke's still and... <laughs> Luke's still trying to keep his head above water. <laughs>
0: Scott is like,
2: <laughs> I'm is <over> back. Here. <laughs> is back. <laughs>
1: So I mean that's an interesting point. I mean it's something that you know Jim and I continually have had conversations uh, over the span of 10 years about of uh, you guys aren't just commercializing a friendship but you you know you're commercializing your your yourselves as brothers and family and that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Have there had to be I'm assuming I know the answer to this tough conversation between both of you?
2: Definitely and
3: well, we we <laughs> to be honest we haven't spoken for a week. <laughs> a week I've had oh. no contact for a week. Is yeah. that it was so we came there a back tif?
1: Today. was there a tiff yeah. between
2: well, you? There are tiffs, and you know, um, I've said to I've said to Luke a couple of times when you know shits hit the fan or you know pressures and what we've kind of touched on. I've said I'd I'd prefer to lose all of this than lose a brother and a relationship. Yeah, and I would say goodbye to all of this tomorrow over losing my brother's, you know, my relationship with Luke out of this, and that's that. Family is important to me, so connections and relationships, right? And. That's, that's sometimes been a challenge that the both of us have He, as he said, completely different perspectives or wants or goals, desires out of this. And, you know, I'm like, if, if, if this is going to expect me to have to perform at times or turn up and show up, well, then it's got to be fucking providing, you know, a financial, you know, like objective for me, mm. full stop. I love fucking money. I came from the hood. There's one thing I've always <laughs> wanted and that's the fucking greenback. right? <laughs> <laughs> Luke, are you, are you the same?
3: Uh, no, I don't think we are. <laughs> In that aspect, <laughs> I really love nice. just making, for me, just, Funny I like videos. the content. I, I just like the content. That's what got us here. If we're going to keep continuing, it's the, for me, the content, I don't really like being stuck to a calendar. I don't have a calendar. I've never had a calendar. Like, it drives me insane.
2: <laughs> he has like, no
3: calendar. <laughs> like, I'm, I just remember it things I have to it's do. It's that comes with the phone. <laughs> it's so yeah, no, hard. It's no. difficult. So, I've always done all my like shift work on call, everything. i have just never work out of a calendar. Oh, that's true. Whereas me, yeah. Scott is like next level calendar, though. Like, it would be if we're catching up to do anything, it's like set times, do this, do that. Like, but to be fair, it sounds like you, co- you compliment each other then, yeah? Would that, would that be true?
2: Absolutely. When it's complimenting, it's complimenting. However, yeah. two brothers didn't sign up to be business partners, right? So, at the end of the day, we, we're two boys back at mum and dad's house that were competing. And so it's very difficult for us now as adults to really take direction from one another or to be able to listen to each other. And I find that's going to either that's that's what the world loves watching at the moment. But that's if we can figure out how to fucking manage that. That's where the sweet spot's going to be when we can like probably respect and take on each other's skills, um, and appreciate them. Um, until then, yeah, we'll keep going weeks without talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: When you mentioned before that you see, you know, make time for your family, or whatever. Um, have you ever brought the business back home? Like you're hanging out with the other brothers, your mom and being like, oh, you won't believe what blah's done.
2: Y- y- yes. Um, I've got, I-, I call mum and I'm like, he's to see you next Tuesday. <laughs> um, you'll never believe. And she's like, I do believe because he just called me and told me this. guy. <laughs> 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 um, I think you know they—they they have said to us, like, mum has and dad have said, "Hang on, are you, w- what are you guys doing right here? Is this a video? or Is this real life?" Like, because we're forced to be with each other so much nowadays, mm. there's no—it's hard for them to tell differentiation between whether mm. we're just fucking having it on or whether
3: it's a real problem. It's like yeah, I know when fun. I've clocked on and clocked off, but I suppose the family don't aren't always aware. Like, yeah. you'll call mum and she's like, "Oh, is this for the podcast?" No, <laughs> <laughs> <at home>, mum. <laughs> Ah, uh, like well, she's got her radio voice so on. I'm like, what are you <laughs> doing, mum? <That's> so
1: <laughs> they true. just want to get involved.
2: You know what yeah, I mean? The other yeah, brothers want to get involved. Trav's going to yeah. start getting involved too. Oh, mate. Uh, Trav, <laughs> we find out, has his own little cute fan following. What? Because he he does lives once we, so he's our moderator, right? right. Early days we need moderators. And we would jump off. And then people would go to his page, and there he is, having a ciggy out the back, chatting to our fans, doing a live. <laughs> like, yeah,
3: Luke and Scott growing up. This is, oh, What what is you doing? We
2: would <laughs> stumble across his lives. And, like, and he's like, stop this live like, now. You know what? Sometimes, yeah, Scott, he would always just, he was like a dog to a bone with things. We're oh, like, yeah. Trav? How the fuck are you Luke?
3: doing? Oh, little Lukey. Or oh. <laughs> like, what the
2: fuck? Actually, like, just quickly, let's
1: book Trav for next, next week. week on yeah, Born get, Funny. Get Trav in. <laughs> That'd be great. Trav hey, is uh, funny. Boys, what they're really like. I know you've both got to run, uh, so we just wanted to say uh, thank you so much for coming on Born Funny. We really appreciate it. We are genuine big fans of both of you. Uh, before uh, we do let you go, there's one way we do like to finish, Jim. Of course, uh, we started this whole thing, the first question you were asked was, do you think you were born funny? But now you've heard you're your entire, and not many people, not many any you know comedians or people in the comedy space have heard their entire story kind of put out before them. So now we go back and ask you individually: Do you think you were actually born funny, or was it something you picked up along the way, Scotty? What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I was born funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd agree with that. I think this is the interesting. One though, Luke, do you think uh, you're born funny? I got my funny a
3: little later on until I learnt the craft. I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You'll get there very soon. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we said no to this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, boys. We appreciate it. Uh, Go and listen to their podcast as well, Luke and Sassy Scott. Uh, Both of you are good on you, lads, and uh, we'll leave you to it. eh? Thanks, Jimmy
2: and Nate. Much appreciated.
1: Oh hey, you're still here. Well, you must have liked this then. I may as well give you a sneak peek for next week. It's It's another funny funny person. will give who gave us stuff like this. I think I was born with a bit of help, like a natural help. But then I think I've been taught to be funny from some great people. Natural, like a joke book. You were born. Yeah, I was
3: born with a joke book inside (laughs)
1: me. Yeah. More from them next
0: week. See you then. Listener.